biggest events on the South African literary calendar, the inaugural Abantu Book Festival, at least uh, it's hoping to be that. It took place earlier this month and saw hundreds of book lovers flock to Soweto. The event was the first of its kind in South Africa at its magnitude with an exclusive focus on black writers. It featured authors, storytellers and poets to reflect on the event. We're on the line to curator uh, Panashi Chigumadzi of the Abantu Book Festival, who's also the author of Sweet Medicine. A very good afternoon to you and thank you so much for speaking to us. No, thank you for having me, Chipisa. So, well, tell us about the event. Um, it, it, let's start with the concept. Where exactly mm-hmm. did it come from? I think, uh, Abandi, what, what I would really like to emphasize is not just a focus on black writers, it's also a focus on black readers and, and creating a space um, where, you know, ultimately these are people who are said not to exist. Very often we're told as writers that they are not, there's not a market um, for black writers, there's no black readers, and they completely, completely dispel that. And what really um, led or catalyzed this was always a need um, for spaces for, for black readers, black writers. But in particular, what had happened was that um, last year, in 2015, there was um, an event where our founder, Tando Nkolozana, had declared that he is quitting what we'd call and what we characterize as a white literary industry, that that is an industry that's dominated by white South Africans, um, and that's everything from editors to festival owners to retailers um, and publishers, and what that means black writers are often marginalized, and the festivals are really just one symptom or uh, one manifestation of this kind of exclusion of black writers. Yes, we are there present, but ultimately it's not a space um, that, you know, many black readers and writers feel comfortable in, and often, particularly for black writers, you often feel that you're there almost as an anthropological subject, and you don't really get to talk about your work, but really you're there to almost be the representative for all black people to explain to predominantly white audiences. And we thought that, you know, in South Africa, in a black-majority country, this is completely unacceptable. And so from that declaration, um, he went out and, and began to do some work, and I joined him uh, in creating Abantu Book Festival, which really is about uh, creating ourselves, imagining ourselves into existence as, as black people. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to note that in the, the time that these sort of declarations were made, it's a time that the Rosemont Four movement uh, was really beginning to pick up speed or to, to gain traction in South African imagination and challenging many of the the um, the basis of, of, of what South Africa has become as a so-called rainbow nation and the ways in which we are integrated in spaces, but really at the expense of black people. Um, and from that kind of forest ideology, the festival has been created because I think... Okay, Panashul, allow me to come in there. Mm-hmm. So you spoke about mm-hmm. um, uh, two things I'd like to explore. You say um, mm-hmm. it allows us to, uh, you know, bring into existence. Is it to bring into existence or to remember the existence and by that, I also want to go to the second point that uh, you say it is also about the black reader, which is very important because, um, yeah. uh, you know, people talk about African stories told by African sp- uh, people, mm. almost like a throwaway phrase. But, you know, understanding yes. the narrative of black people, which can, mm-hmm. you know, constantly changes, that's also important. Definitely. I think what the 
tricky part about you know the black readers is because we're often told that they don't exist. You know, there's the, the the silly trope that's often thrown around every year around National Book Reading Week that black people don't read, um, which is why we don't need to have bookstores and townships. We don't need to do all kinds of things, and that's why, for example, it was very important quality for us to host the festival in Soweto to make sure that, you know, we, we, we sort of say and show um, in very real terms that this is first and foremost for black people being excluded. You know, often it means if you want to access, whether it is a really good library um, or you want to access a publisher, you want to access a festival, you have to take maybe three taxi rides to get there. So to, by making sure that this is something that someone can, can you simply walk past, you know, on the way to go and buy sugar was really, really important. And so, uh, you know, as Tando often says, our founder, he often says, you know, as writers, we're, we're often, you know, creating out of our imaginations and, we, you know, that's, that's literally what we do. So in this idea here was to say that, you know, we have a vision, we have an idea, we want to take, create a space, particularly of black love, a space where black people can come together and get to share. Um, and I think it's, it's almost become a, a trope to say that, you know, that there's the danger of the single story. And I think that's what happens when you have spaces where you often find yourself being the only black person there. And we want to really do away with that kind of thing where it means that we can have a lot more in-depth and rich conversations amongst ourselves as black people, as opposed to sometimes the conversations that end up being very much defensive, uh, very one-sided, because um, it's not really a space that was created for us. And that's really what we're trying to achieve for the space that centers black writers and black readers together. Mm. Now, when you talk about the black experience, and this I know is a contentious issue in terms of the mm-hmm. different ideologies that you were speaking about. Is it an exclusionary mm-hmm. concept? So when you say the black experience, do you say purely on a racial basis? When we talk about a black experience, I mean, as a bunch of part of why it's important to say for black writers and black readers is because we're saying that there's so many of those experiences um, that we have. And whether you're talking about beyond moving from a black male experience, a black female experiences, a black queer experiences, and that is something that's really, really important. Often we will find, for example, we talk about African literature, and while these men are very important, but you only hear of your Ngubi Wationgos, you only hear about your Chinua Achebes, and in South Africa you only get to hear of a particular you know, generation of, of black men writers, but you don't get to hear about African women writers, for example, um, who, who, are, who have been are doing amazing work, uh, and so so that's something that we were very deliberate about centering with the various kinds of black experiences that you have. And that's what you have when you then say, this is for us first and foremost. And within that, we can then begin to explore any differences and our similarities. Um, and from there, I think it's quite important. Um, we do this because we don't have that space in, in, in South Africa. Um, if, if we did have that space... Um, I think it would be unnecessary. Um, we find ourselves, as we often joke myself and Tanda, that we are we're almost reluctant politicians of, of, of literature. Um, and, you know, if people want to think about this as an exclusionary space, I think this is a very, you know, it's something that is a positive thing, given that there has been initial exclusion of black people and we're tired of having to always ask people to include us we decided that let's do, let's love each other and love ourselves enough to do something for ourselves. And that's really what drives this uh, festival more than anything. It's driven by an ethos of black love.
So just finally, very briefly, who did you have there to share that black experience in terms of uh, authors, uh, poets, etc.? Uh-huh. And uh, what was the, you know, the outcome? Was it well supported? It was absolutely fantastic. It was really beyond our imagination in terms of the support that we got. We didn't even have enough space in our venues. They were overflowing every single venue we had. Um, it was over oversubscribed. Every single opening night or every single um, evening um, edition was completely oversubscribed. So it was absolutely fantastic. We had over 50 writers, poets, um, artists. So that's everybody from Lebo Mashile, Fred Kumalo, Nguyenam Sope, um, younger writers and poets such as Koleka Putuma, um, we had the likes of Tato Mahano, Vani Hanjo, we had Don Matera, there's so many people, I think I'd advise people to go onto our website, www.abantubukfestival.ca.ca and see the range of young and older writers who were there, it was absolutely fantastic, we really couldn't have wished for anything uh, better than that. So quick, quick, final one wins the next one. Mm-hmm. The next one is going to be in December once again. I think it will probably be in the first weekend um, of uh, December. And we really would advise people this time to buy tickets as soon as possible because it was absolutely oversubscribed and really lovely to have you there. Thank you so much for speaking to us uh, and all the best with that. That's the uh, curator of uh, the festival, Panashe Chigumadzi, who is uh, of the Abantu Book Festival.